0: Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 142 of our journey. Today we begin with the list of men that came up with Ezra to Jerusalem. As they gather, Ezra declares a three day fast to pray for protection along their journey. When they arrive in Jerusalem, Ezra receives a report that many of the men of Israel have married foreign wives and thus defiled themselves and brought judgment upon the exiles. Ezra mourns for the people, then calls the elders together to discuss the proper response before the Lord. In the end, they agree to send their wives away so that they can remain pure before the Lord. Join me in Ezra 8-10 to as Israel strives to separate themselves from the nations. Ezra 8 These are the leaders and those enrolled with them by genealogy who were coming up with me from Babylon during the reign of King Artaxerxes? From the descendants of Phinehas, Gershom. From the descendants of Ithamar, Daniel. From the descendants of David, Hatush, the son of Shechaniah. From the descendants of Perosh, Zechariah, and with him were enrolled by genealogy 150 men. From the descendants of pehath Moab, Elihoani, son of Zerahiah, and with him 200 men. From the descendants of Zatu, Shechaniah, son of Jahaziel, and with him 300 men. From the descendants of Aden, Ebed son of Jonathan, and with him 50 men. From the descendants of Elam, Jeshiah son of Athaliah, and with him 70 men. From the descendants of Shephatiah, Zebediah son of Michael, and with him 80 men. From the descendants of Joab, Obadiah son of Jahil, and with him 218 men. From the descendants of Bani, Shelamath son of Josephiah, and with him 160 men. From the descendants of Babai, Zechariah, son of Babai, and with him 28 men. From the descendants of Asgad, Johanan, son of Hakatan, and with him 110 men. From the descendants of Adonakam, there were the latter ones. Their names were Alephalet, Jeol, and Shemaiah, and with them 60 men. From the descendants of Bigvi, Uthai, and Zakur. and with them 70 men. I had them assemble at the canal that flows toward Ahava, and we camped there for 3 days. I observed that the people and the priests were present, but I found no Levites there. So I sent for Eleazar, Ariel, Shemaiah, El Nathan, Jerib, El Nathan, Nathan, Zechariah, and Meshalim, who were leaders, and Joarib and El Nathan, who were teachers. I sent them to Edo, who was the leader in the place called Casaphia. I told them what to say to Edo and his relatives, who were the temple servants in Kasaphia, so they would bring us attendance for the temple of our God. Due to the fact that the good hand of our God was on us, they brought us a skilled man, from the descendants of Mali, the son of Levi, son of Israel. This man was Sherabiah, who was accompanied by his sons and brothers, eighteen men, and Hashabiah, along with Jeshiah and the descendants of Merari, with his brothers and their sons twenty men, and some of the temple servants that David and his officials had established for the work of the Levites, 220 of them. They were all designated by name. I called for a fast there by the Ahava canal, so that we might humble ourselves before our God and seek from him a safe journey for us, our children, and all our property. I was embarrassed to request soldiers and horsemen from the king to protect us from the enemy along the way, because we had said to the king, The good hand of our God is on everyone who is seeking Him, but His great anger is against everyone who forsakes Him. So we fasted and prayed to our God about this, and He answered us. Then I set apart twelve of the leading priests, together with Sherebiah, Hashabiah, and ten of their brothers, and I weighed out to them the silver, the gold, and the vessels intended for the temple of our God, items that the king, his advisors, his officials, and all Israel who were present had contributed. I weighed out to them six hundred fifty talents of silver, silver vessels worth one hundred talents, one hundred talents of gold, twenty gold bowls worth one thousand derricks, and two exquisite vessels of gleaming bronze as valuable as gold. Then I said to them, You are holy to the Lord just as these vessels are holy. The silver and the gold are a voluntary offering to the Lord, the God of our fathers. Be careful with them and protect them until you weigh them out before the leading priests and the Levites and the family leaders of Israel in Jerusalem, in the storerooms of the temple of the Lord. Then the priests and the Levites took charge of the silver, the gold, and the vessels that had been weighed out to transport them to Jerusalem to the temple of our God. On the twelfth day of the first month, we began traveling from the Ahava Canal to go to Jerusalem. The hand of our God was on us, and he delivered us from our enemy and from bandits along the way. So we came to Jerusalem, and we stayed there for three days. On the fourth day, we weighed out the silver, the gold, and the vessels in the house of our God into the care of Merimoth, son of Uriah, the priest, and Eleazar, son of Phinehas, who were accompanied by Josabad, son of Jeshua, and Nodiah, son of Benui, who were Levites. Everything was verified by number and by weight, and the total weight was written down at that time. The exiles, who were returning from the captivity, offered burnt offerings to the God of Israel, twelve bulls for all Israel, ninety-six rams, seventy-seven male lambs, along with twelve male goats as a sin offering. All this was a burnt offering to the Lord. Then they presented the decrees of the king to the king's satraps and to the governors of Trans-Euphrates, who gave help to the people and to the temple of God. Ezra 9 Now when these things had been completed, the leaders approached me and said, The people of Israel, the priests, and the Levites, have not separated themselves from the local residents who practice detestable things similar to those of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Jebusites, the Ammonites, the Moabites, the Egyptians, and the Amorites. Indeed, they have taken some of their daughters as wives for themselves and for their sons, so that the holy race has become intermingled with the local residents. Worse still, the leaders and the officials have been at the forefront of all of this unfaithfulness. When I heard this report, I tore my tunic and my robe and ripped out some of the hair from my head and beard. Then I sat down, quite devastated. Everyone who held the words of the God of Israel in awe gathered around me because of the unfaithful acts of the people of the exile. "'Devastated, I continued to sit there "'until the evening offering. "'At the time of the evening offering "'I got up from my self-abasement "'with my tunic and robe torn "'and then dropped to my knees "'and spread my hands to the Lord my God. "'I prayed, "'O my God, I am ashamed and embarrassed "'to lift my face to you, my God, "'for our iniquities have climbed higher than our heads "'and our guilt extends to the heavens. "'From the days of our fathers until this very day "'our guilt has been great.' Because of our iniquities, we, along with our kings and priests, have been delivered over by the local kings to sword, captivity, plunder, and embarrassment, right up to the present time. But now, briefly, we have received mercy from the Lord our God, in that He has left us a remnant and has given us a secure position in His holy place. Thus our God has enlightened our eyes and has given us a little relief in our time of servitude, although we are slaves. Our God has not abandoned us in our servitude. He has extended kindness to us in the sight of the kings of Persia, in that he has revived us to restore the temple of our God, and to raise up its ruins, and to give us a protective wall in Judah and Jerusalem. And now, what are we able to say after this, our God? For we have forsaken your commandments, which you commanded us through your servants the prophets, with these words, The land that you are entering to possess is a land defiled by the impurities of the local residents. With their abominations they have filled it from one end to the other with their filthiness. Therefore do not give your daughters in marriage to their sons, and do not take their daughters in marriage for your sons. Do not ever seek their peace or welfare, so that you may be strong and may eat the good of the land and may leave it as an inheritance for your children forever. Everything that has happened to us has come about because of our wicked actions and our great guilt. Even so, our God, you have exercised restraint toward our iniquities and have given us a remnant such as this. Shall we once again break your commandments and intermarry with these abominable peoples? Would you not be so angered by us that you would wipe us out with no survivor or remnant? O Lord God of Israel, you are righteous, for we are left as a remnant this day. Indeed, we stand before you in our guilt. However, because of this guilt, no one can really stand before you. Ezra 10 While Ezra was praying and confessing, weeping and throwing himself to the ground before the temple of God, a very large crowd of Israelites, men, women, and children alike, gathered around him. The people wept loudly. Then Shechaniah, son of Jehiel, from the descendants of Elam, addressed Ezra. We have been unfaithful to our God by marrying foreign women from the local peoples. Nonetheless, there is still hope for Israel in this regard. Therefore, let us enact a covenant with our God to send away all these women and their offspring, in keeping with your counsel, my Lord, and that of those who respect the commandments of our God, and let it be done according to the law. Get up, for this matter concerns you. We are with you, so be strong and act decisively. So Ezra got up and made the leading priests and Levites, and all Israel take an oath to carry out this plan, and they all took a solemn oath. Then Ezra got up from in front of the temple of God, and went to the room of Jehonanon, son of Eliashib. While he stayed there he did not eat food or drink water, for he was in mourning over the infidelity of the exiles. A proclamation was circulated throughout Judah and Jerusalem that all the exiles were to be assembled in Jerusalem. Everyone who did not come within three days would thereby forfeit all his property, in keeping with the counsel of the officials and the elders. Furthermore, he himself would be excluded from the assembly of the exiles. All the men of Judah and Benjamin were gathered in Jerusalem within three days. It was in the ninth month, on the twentieth day of that month. All the people sat in the square at the temple of God, trembling because of this matter and because of the rains. Then Ezra the priest stood up and said to them, You have behaved in an unfaithful manner by taking foreign wives. This has contributed to the guilt of Israel. Now give praise to the Lord God of your fathers, and do his will. Separate yourselves from the local residents and from these foreign wives. All the assembly replied in a loud voice, We will do just as you have said. However, the people are numerous, and it is the rainy season. We are unable to stand here outside. Furthermore, this business cannot be resolved in a day or two, for we have sinned greatly in this matter. Let our leaders take steps on behalf of all the assembly. Let all those in our towns who have married foreign women come at an appointed time, and with them the elders of each town and its judges, until the hot anger of our God is turned away from us in this matter. Only Jonathan, son of Asahel, and Josiah, son of Tikva, were against this, assisted by Mishalim and Shabbathi the Levite. So the exiles proceeded accordingly. Ezra the priest, separated out by name men who were leaders in their family groups. They sat down to consider this matter on the first day of the tenth month. And on the first day of the first month, they finished considering all the men who had married foreign wives. It was determined that from the descendants of the priests, the following had taken foreign wives. From the descendants of Jeshua son of Jozadak and his brothers, Masiah, Eliezer, Jerob, and Gedaliah. They gave their word to send away their wives. Their guilt offering was a ram from the flock for their guilt. From the descendants of Emer, Hanani, and Zebediah. From the descendants of Harim, Messiah, Elijah, Shemaiah, Jahiel and Uzziah. From the descendants of Pasher, Elioni, Messiah, Ishmael, Nethanel, Josabad, and Elasa. From the Levites, Josabad, Shimi, Kaliah, also known as Kalida, Pethiah, Judah, and Eliezer. From the singers, Eliashib. From the gatekeepers, Shalem, Telim, and Uri. From the Israelites, from the descendants of Perosh, Ramiah, isiah Malkijah, Mijamin, Eliezer, Malkijah, and Benaiah. From the descendants of Elam, Mataniah, Zechariah, Jehiel, Abdi, Jeremoth, and Elijah. From the descendants of Zatu, Elionai, Eliashib, Mataniah, Jeremoth, Zabad, and Aziza, from the descendants of Bebai, Jehohanan, Hananiah, Zabai, and Athli, from the descendants of Bani, Meshalim, Malak, Adiah, Jeshub, Sheel, and Jeremoth, from the descendants of pehath Moab, Adnah, Kelal, Beniah, Messiah, Mataniah, Bezalel, Benui, and Manasseh. From the descendants of Haram, Elizer, Ishijah, Malkijah, Shemaiah, Shimeon, Benjamin, Malach, and Shemariah. From the descendants of Hashem, Mataniah, Matata, Zabad, Aliphalet, Jeremiah, Manasseh, and Shimi. From the descendants of Bani, Madai, Amram, Ul, Baniah, Bediah, Keluhi, Vinaya, Merimoth, Eliashib, Mataniah, Matani, and Jesu. From the descendants of Benui, Shimi, Shelemiah, Nathan, Adiah, Maknadabai, Shashai, Shari, Azarel, Shelemiah, Shemariah, Shalom, Amariah, and Joseph. From the descendants of Nebo, Jeel, Mattathiah, Zabad, Zabina, Jadai, Joel, and Baniah. All these had taken foreign wives, and some of them also had children by these women. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripture@gmail.com. at gmail.com. It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing and ultimately being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.